Hey guys, are you interested in starting a podcast? Well, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place. You can use your phone or your computer. Let's face it, you usually have at least one of those with you at any point in time. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast on the go so that your quality is great. They will even distribute your podcast to all of the major broadcasts such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. You can easily make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested in getting your voice out there, you've got to go download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll thank me later. You're listening to the CHW Crew Podcast, where we empower community health workers and health and wellness advocates around the globe to be courageous. We will share actionable tips and tools for you to live your best quality of life. Here's your host, Tasha Whitaker. Welcome back to another episode of the CHW Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Tasha Whitaker. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So it is March, you guys. Springtime is here. Are y'all spring cleaning? Um, I haven't yet, but I am going to be doing some spring cleaning soon. Um, there's spring break that's coming up. A lot of different things are going on in March. Um, and so I wanted to take some time to talk about the different health awareness campaigns that are going on in March for today, because there are a few. And, um, for me, um, we are going to be doing a lot of outreach in the schools and in the community. I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. And so these tools will be for you to hopefully be able to implement into something that you might have going on, whether that's outreach, advocacy, or programs that you're teaching. Maybe some of these resources will be helpful for you and the communities that you are serving. Um, So let's hop right on into it. So for March, it is National Kidney Month. And... Um, There are quite a few resources available online um, with the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, uh, NHLBI. Uh, The the focus this year is all about high blood pressure and kidney disease. Um, And so maybe you uh, currently are working with patients in the clinic um, and chronic disease. And so I think this is a really good toolkit that could be of service. Um, They have on niddk.nih.gov, they have a really cool website where they list all of these different healthy lifestyle habits um, that you can implement into your daily lifestyle for the clients that you might be seeing. Um, And they also have what they call a Kidney Sundays Toolkit. And so I talked a little bit about this on... um, a prior podcast about how I'm very passionate about um, healthcare ministry um, in the churches, especially in the African-American community. Um, Reaching people in the church is uh, very prevalent and um, just being in this non-threatening environment, um, it kind of makes people a little bit more comfortable. Um, And so they have what they call a kidney um, Sunday toolkit. And so you can go online 
and it has everything that you will need um, inside this toolkit, whether that's these pamphlets, um, brochures. Um, and so you set up the health fair or the health screening at your church um, with, right within your community and you get people to volunteer. It doesn't have to be um, huge, big and fancy. Um, they have a video actually that's online that basically shows a church that's implementing um, the Kidney Sunday Toolkit. And they talk about, you know, how it's been beneficial for them um, and how it's made more people comfortable to talk about health. Because sometimes, um, you know, just the topic of talking about your health and not wanting people in your business, it can kind of be threatening and, and maybe make some people feel uncomfortable. Um, but this toolkit is kind of cool because they have all of the different tools that you need. And so, you know, you don't have to go out and do all of the research and print all these things off. Nope. The toolkit has it. It's all there for you. Um, and it has resources to give people within the church, within your community, um, to get them screened, um, and to start having that conversation. You know, our health is our wealth. And so once we start making uh, health a conversation in which people are a little more comfortable with. I feel that that really does help people be more truthful about different things that might be going on. And it could help somebody else, um, most importantly, by sharing their story and by getting screens and just encouraging people to know their numbers and what's going on with their health. So that is a tool. Um, I'm going to also leave the links um, in the show notes so you guys can go back and check out uh, the websites. But uh, Kidney Sunday's toolkit, I really thought was um, a really good tool to use. Um, and anybody can can use that. Um, they have it in different languages as well. Um, Diabetes Alert Day is coming up. That is on March the 24th this year. Um, and so basically diabetes alert day is a day for individuals to get screened and know their numbers. Um, and if they're at risk for type two diabetes. So I actually did an event, a diabetes alert day event a couple of years in a row, um, when I was working specifically in diabetes care. Um, and it was really empowering to see how many people came out. Um, and what we did in that role, um, we, you know, put the flyers and everything out ahead of time, maybe like a month and a half ahead of time. Um, and then we, um, would go into the local community, let everybody know what we were going to be doing. Um, and then on a day of the event, we had tables outside. So really people didn't even have to come all the way into the building. You know, they could just, you know, be driving by. And once they kind of saw everything that was going on, you know, we had the balloons and we had snacks, um, we had music, stuff like that to kind of get people curious about what was going on. Um, and also made it in which it wasn't, you know, a threatening environment to which uh, they maybe were, you know, a little nervous. We really tried to be inviting. Um, and so we had our tables and everything set out, up, set up outside, if I can talk. Um, and then we had these assessments. And so the assessment is also online. Um, and it was only like five, six questions. And so they have one online. And so basically what the diabetes risk test is, um, it 
says one in four Americans with diabetes is undiagnosed. Could you be one of the 8 million Americans who has diabetes and doesn't know it? Take the test and learn more about the risk for getting type 2 diabetes. And so it asks things like how old are you, you know, female, male, um, does your mother, father, sister, you know, any family relations with diabetes? Are you physically active? What's your weight status? And then you get this score and then the score um, will say whether, you know, if you score five or more, your increased risk for having type two. And then if you score below five, then um, if your score was below five, you were, you may be at an increased risk for having pre-diabetes, blood sugars lower than your risk for type 2 diabetes. Um, and so then we had it set up to where they could either go talk to, um, I think we had like a RD or a physician. And so like the next table they would move to, they could like privately have a conversation with them. Um, and then if it was someone that, you know, they really needed to talk to them, then they would talk to them as well. And so it basically was a community event um, that we had outside. It was set up um, and people could come by, uh, get screened, have that conversation, um, get, you know, the education that they needed. Um, and we were doing um, also um, um, different programs so that people could know what we had going on at the center. And so whether that was physical activity, whether that was cooking classes, um, all of those different types of things we had going on as well. And with that, um, we also did um, the A1C sticks. And so basically what that is, is that tells someone where they are um, on the scale of, of their blood sugars. And so maybe that is something you and your organization are interested in. Um, and so that's just kind of how we did it um, when I was at my prior organization. And it was a fun event. Um, and so I really enjoyed the Diabetes Alert Day event. Um, the next health awareness is National Nutrition Month. Um, and you guys, so with National Nutrition Month, they have a ton, ton, ton of resources. Um, eatright.org. So... They have, I mean, so many different resources. I remember um, when I was teaching the cooking demo class, I would have to make up, you know, like the quizzes and things like that. And I would change it like literally every week. But I would take things that I saw like offline. And then also I would come up with different statistics that were in the city where I'm at. Um, just to try to make it more focused so that people kind of put it in a different perspective for people. But on eatright.org, they actually have resources where they have quizzes, they have games, and you can download it and just print it off um, to engage with individuals when you're teaching these classes to your communities as community health workers, um, whether you are, you know, in the schools, whatever the case is. They have a ton of resources um, that you can utilize. They even have this flyer called 40 Ideas to Get Involved in Nutrition Month. And so that talks about, you know, how to engage schools or whether you want to get engaged in corporate wellness, whether you want to get engaged with the church, whether you want to get engaged with different community um, stakeholders, whomever it is, 
they give you, you know, some tools on how to do that. And so I thought that was kind of cool because it, it really does list um, a lot of different ways for you to get engaged in uh, National Nutrition Month as well. Um, so there's actually probably another health awareness that many of us are not aware of. Drum roll, please. And that is World Sleep Day, you guys. Yes, there is a World Sleep Day, March the 13th, 2020. Better sleep, better life, better planet. Okay, and so World Sleep Day, it's an annual global call to action about the importance of healthy sleep. Now, I feel we can all probably attest to that, how important sleep is, but do we really get enough sleep? Do you really get enough sleep? Um, you know, we live in a microwave society where everyone is, you know, living their best life and doing a million and one things and staying up super late to do them. And I'm guilty of that um, at times, especially having a toddler who, you know, is so energetic um, and me trying to get sleep when I can. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's really important for us to get sleep and get the right amount of sleep. Um, and so some general facts um, are World Sleep Day. It's an annual event to raise awareness of sleep disorders and the burden that they place on society. And so um, we do know that, um, you know, sleep apnea, um, that's also can be related to people and their diabetes. Um, World Sleep Day 2020 is going to be held on Friday, May, uh, March the 13th. Um, most sleep disorders are preventable or treatable, yet less than one third of sufferers seek professional help. And I wonder why that is. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm not for sure. You guys leave me, leave me a message and tell me, why do you think that is, you know, um, why is less than one third of people that have, um, sleep issues, why don't they seek professional help? I'm, I don't know. I'm curious about that one. Um, sleep problems constitute a global epidemic that threatens the health and quality of life for up to 45% of the world's population. Now, isn't that interesting? So um, for you guys that don't know, so I work in trauma and injury prevention uh, specifically, specifically within um, the um, traffic safety, drugs, and alcohol prevention arena. And so I teach a lot on, you know, traffic safety, um, and different things that you can do to be safe. And so drowsy driving is one of the things that we talk about as well. Um, and so this is really interesting, um, that, you know, 45% of the world's population, um, their health and their quality of life is due to not having the amount of sleep. And so that leads to people not being alert. That leads to people not being aware. That leads to people and their um, reaction times being super slow. Um, and so when you look at all of the different ways that sleep does affect us, it can really lead to a lot of work injuries um, at work. You know, when people are not alert, they just start making simple mistakes and they might not um, be as alert. And so... They, that can cause for injury. Um, also, it lists that better understanding of sleep conditions and more research into the area 
will help reduce the burden of sleep disorders on society. And so it talks about there's three elements of good quality sleep. And so it's duration, the length of sleep that should be sufficient for the sleeper to be rested and alert for the following day. So what is that for you? Um, you know, are you kind of getting four hours of sleep? Are you getting your full eight hours? Um, I was actually listening to a news report the other day and it said that toddler is supposed to have at least 12 hours of sleep. And it made me think my little one is not getting 12 hours of sleep, I don't think. Um, so that's something to look at. Um, and also the depth. So sleep should be deep enough to be restorative. Um, you know, are you being refreshed? Um, and then also the continuity. Sleep period should be seamless without fragmentation. So are you just getting like 15 minutes here, an hour there, you know, two hours here? Or, you know, is it continuous sleep? And so this is something for you guys to check out as well. Um, as far as a resource, um, you can check out National uh, World Sleep Day. World Sleep Day. Um, we also have... National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week, uh, March the 30th through April the 5th. And so this is my area, my arena um, that I work in. So National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week. Um, if you go to teens.drugabuse.gov, it has tons of tools um, online that you can utilize. And so this is basically for us to bring awareness to drugs and alcohol and teens, ex, you know, and shattering myths that might be around drugs and alcohol and things of that nature. There's so many different things going on uh, with the vaping, with the opioids, um, even in relation to marijuana, nicotine, so many different things. Um, and so you can basically go online and print off tools, games, activities. If you work with youth, if you're out in the community, if you have kids, you know, this is a great time to have that conversation. Um, a wonderful time to have that conversation because it's starting younger and younger, you guys. Um, and so if we can start making health and wellness conversations a part of our conversation, and hopefully it won't, it won't be as complicated, you know, it'll, it'll, just make it easier for people to get comfortable with and it will help move the needle in being transparent. And so that when those young adults feel that they are, you know, pressured or if they are struggling with something, then they can, you know, say that they can articulate that and they can get the resources and the help that they need. And maybe it's not for them. Maybe it's for a friend or someone that they know. Um, and so you can go online um, and they have where you can register for the event. They're going to have live chats, um, videos, all different types of cool stuff um, in English and in Spanish um, that you can sign up for. Um, and so National Drug and Alcohol Facts Week is coming up Um and it's going to, you know, provide an online opportunity for thousands of students around the country to communicate directly um, with the scientists and individuals to shatter these myths about drugs and alcohol. And so a great opportunity for our youth to get involved. I'm such an advocate for them and um, them getting the tools and resources that they need. So 
Also, we have March is Women's History Month. So there are some amazing women that you know out there. Make sure that you give them a shout out. Um, and all of the women doing so many tremendous things in our Community Health Worker Tribe. I want to give you guys a shout out. Um, continue to do the work. You know, sometimes you may not feel heard, um, but... I just want to encourage us all to continue to be those advocates for our community, continue to press forward. Sometimes the work may get hard. It might seem as if you may not get the recognition that you do as a community health worker, but know that you are the puzzle piece. You are the link. You are that person that you are that navigation tool. You are that resource. You are that individual that is bringing resources together for your community and helping change people's lives. That's really what you're doing. You're giving them these tools. You're providing that education. You're in listening ear. You are helping them take it to the next level. You're helping these individuals take it to the next level with their health and their wellness. They're um, providing them the tools that they need to live a better quality of life. Never forget that. Never, ever forget that. Um, pieces of advice I can share, you know, from just my experience is when I first started, I used to take a lot of what I was doing in the community home. You know, the people come to you and they tell you what's going on with them. And sometimes it can be hard. Um, but I quickly had to learn that you, we can't save the world. Um, even though we may want to, <laughs> Even though we may want to, we can't save the world, y'all. Um, and so we have to just do our part and know that what we are doing and what we are providing is value. What you're providing is value and that somebody is is needing what you're putting out there. And so continue to serve and continue to be that advocate and and know that you are making a difference. Today is also Super Tuesday. So I do hope that everybody was able to get out and vote and make your voice heard. A lot of things that um, go on during the voting season affect everything that we do, whether that's health care, uh, whether health equity, racial injustice, immigration, education, our roadways, everything. Voting is so, so important. And it is very critical that we set the example for the communities that we serve to know that it's important for them to utilize their voice. Because remember, a lot of what we do is advocacy. We're advocating for other people, um, for healthcare needs, resources. And so us showing up and voting and us utilizing our voice and us um, helping resources come to our communities is very, very important. And it's very important for those people that we serve to know um, that it's important for them to do that as well, because we're not going to always, always be there to lead the way. What we want to do is we want to empower those individuals to go out and start doing the same thing. So then they can turn around and help other people and teach other people to do the same thing, right? So we want the work that we're doing to continue. We want to create 
other community health workers to continue the work in the community and the legacy of advocacy and the legacy of speaking up and utilizing your voice for change and for good. So I hope you guys have enjoyed um, this March Health Awareness Campaigns um, podcast today. I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about all the different things that are going on in March. Um, This month, we're going to have some interesting conversations happening. So you guys continue to tune in. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a message. Let me know how you guys are enjoying this podcast. Um, I enjoy your DMs that you send in, but please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave some feedback. I would love to hear from you guys and share the podcast with a friend. I appreciate everybody's support. You guys are awesome. CHW crew, you guys rock. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in to the CHW crew podcast with Tasha Whitaker. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple podcast.